Welcome, one and all, to the latest edition of Grizzly Bear Blues Live. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a great start to your weekend. It's Saturday. Hard to believe it's already August the 5th, but that is right. We are now into August. And as I mentioned over the past couple of shows, hey, it's a slow time of the NBA season, but that doesn't mean that there's still plenty to discuss, both in terms of what's going on right now, but also it's, it's fun to take the most recent season. That has happened, especially for a franchise like the Grizzlies, who are still one of the younger franchises in the NBA. It's fun to take what happened last season and put it into context in terms of the franchise, you know, as a whole, in terms of franchise history. How did certain players add to their legacies as as Grizzlies? Where do they stand now, you know, in terms of all-time great Grizzlies, if you will, compared to where they were last year? That's what we're going to do on this show, just having some fun. You know, there's been some recent discussion through, you know, a few different sources. You know, the 10 greatest Grizzlies of, of all time, you know, myself and, and Justin Lewis, we, you can find him at J underscore Timberfake, I believe, um, on Twitter. Me and him back uh, f- several years ago with Grizzly Bear Blues, we put on the greatest Grizzly bracket in the offseason where we, you know, put up 32 different Grizzlies, put them in a, a March Madness style bracket and came to the conclusion of who the greatest Grizzly was. And of course, at the time that it was Zach Randolph. And so I think that Zach Randolph definitely is the greatest Grizzly in franchise history as of right now. John Morant was well on his way to being considered that and certainly can be in time, but obviously, you know, he's hit a bit of a, a bit of a detour with the stuff that he's dealing with. We all obviously hope that he gets back going on track, and I think that he will. But you know, ranking the top 10 Grizzlies of all time is fun. And that's what we're gonna do, you know, in one part of this episode. But what we're gonna do in this episode is, you know. Focusing purely on on the court impact, who are the five best Grizzlies in franchise history in terms of offense? Who are the five best Grizzlies in franchise history in terms of defense? And then overall, who are the 10 best Grizzlies that have ever put on a Memphis Grizzlies uniform? That is going to be always a, a fun discussion, fun debate. And the thing that I'll say is this, is that this is my personal list based off you know what I think in terms of how these players made impact on the court. The great thing about rankings, the great things about lists is that nearly anyone can come up with a list that is sensible because they can back it up with their own reasoning. So if through listening to this podcast, if there's something that I mentioned that you disagree with, hey, let me know. I'm all the main reason I do this is to create content that leads to good and fun discussion with fellow Grizzlies fans, you know, fellow folks who cover the Grizzlies and so on. So just a fun episode as we go further into the 2023 offseason. Of course, you can find all the great podcast content when it comes to Grizzly Bear Blues, you know, at, at Grizzly Bear at BluffCityMedia.co, obviously at BCM Grizzlies. The great thing about it is, is that you can find all the great podcasts, the core four, the next year. You know, the 901 Grizz podcast, so many great podcasts that are out there, you know, Bluffin podcast. Make sure you check out BluffCity.co Bluff as well as the Grizzly Bear Blues podcast feed, free on all podcast platforms to get all the latest content that you enjoy. So let's jump right into this and we'll start it off by looking at the five best Grizzlies in terms of defense in franchise history. And I'm not going to sit here and, you know, give, you know, any dramatic entrance into the list. My list goes at the, as this. Number one on my list is, without a doubt, Tony Allen. And the reason why that is, is simply because of this. The longevity 
that he had as one of the game's most impactful defenders. I know that Jaron Jackson Jr. and Mark Gasol both have won Defensive Player of the Year, something that Tony Allen has not won. And spoiler alert, both Gasol and Jaron Jackson Jr. are on this list eventually. But the reason why I put Tony Allen number one is obviously because of, you know, the impact that he made consistently. Three first-team all-defensive recognitions, three second-team all-defensive recognitions, six overall all-defensive NBA team recognitions for Tony Allen. But really the biggest reason why I put him number one on this list is because if you want to talk about Grizzlies that have made an impact, not just in terms of comparing, you know, a certain Grizzly to other Grizzlies in franchise history, but if you want to talk about a player that's made a lasting impact in the NBA, it's hard to argue against many other Grizzlies having as big of a lasting impact than Tony Allen has. You know, recently Steph Curry talked about it in, in, a, in an interview, you know, this offseason. He, years after Kevin Durant, who years after Kobe Bryant, they all have had the same opinion. Tony Allen is one of the best defenders each of them have ever faced. When Tony Allen's name consistently is brought up by some of our generations and some of the league's best offensive players in the history of the league as being one of the most effective defenders they've ever faced, that consistency, it's hard to argue against the impact that Tony Allen made. So number one on my list when it comes to the best Grizzlies in franchise history in terms of defense is Tony Allen. Number two on my list, Jaron Jackson Jr. And now, when it comes to Jaron Jackson Jr. and Mark Gasol, I put them two and three. And if you want to switch them up, I've got no issue with that at all. At the end of the day, both were Defensive Player of the Year's. Both have made all defensive teams. But the reason I put Jaron number two is because I do think that his Defensive Player of the Year award, the campaign that he put together to win Defensive Player of the Year, was certainly more impressive than what Mark did a decade earlier to win his Defensive Player of the Year. And the fact that Jaron has made two straight all-NBA defensive first teams at the age of 22 and 23, that shows that he's just getting started. As a matter of fact, a year or two from now, especially if Jaron wins another Defensive Player of the Year, he'll surpass Tony Allen on this list. So in terms of overall impact, I think Jaron right now is number two on my list. I easily think in a year or two he could be number one. And I'll say this, I think that he is the most impactful overall defender on this list, or at least has the potential to be, he just needs to put together the longevity that Tony Allen and Mark Gasol have. Number three on my list, no surprise, is Mark Gasol. He's one. Uh, he's one Defensive Player of the Year. He was named to All Defensive Teams. He helped anchor the grit and grind era. You know, I know Tony Allen was, the, in my opinion, was a you know probably a higher, more higher caliber of defender than Mark Gasol. But Mark Gasol did a great job playing defense. He may not have necessarily had the counting stats, for instance, that a Jaron Jackson Jr. did, but you even saw examples of it later in his career when Marc Gasol was entering his mid-30s. Just the IQ, the intelligence, the mindset of knowing how to play defense consistently well against other players who may be more physical, who may be more athletic, what have you, Marc Gasol typically was on the top of his game, outthinking the players that he was defending and making their life Pretty tough to find consistency offensively. There was it was legitimate to say that Marcus Gasol was one of the better defensive defensive post players in his prime in the game, and I think that definitely showed with the recognition that he got. So third on my list is Marcus Gasol. Fourth on my list, Dylan Brooks, and the reason why I put him fourth on my list is because of this. 
He is the second best perimeter defender in Grizzlies franchise history. I don't think he's on the same level as Tony Allen. Definitely did not have as much longevity at being, you know, near the top when it came to one-on-one -on -one perimeter defense like Tony Allen did. And yes, probably do more to, you know, some of the antics that Dylan Brooks has done in time. He certainly hasn't got the respect of his peers like Tony Allen has, you know, so far in his career. But stats, as well as recognition from this past year, Dylan Brooks finally made the all-defensive second team in the NBA definitely earned based off how well he did limiting some of the better offensive players in the NBA on the perimeter. Dylan Brooks it play, it played elite defense consistently for long stretches of many seasons. And even though at times his, up, his offensive game may have taken his defense away because of frustrations or what have you, and he struggled in the playoffs in his last appearance, you know, as a Grizzly, Dylan Brooks is one of the best defenders we've seen in a Grizzlies uniform, and I think in terms of the perimeter defense, you've not seen anyone, not named Tony Allen, better than Dylan Brooks on defense. So number four on my list when it comes to the best Grizzly, defensive Grizzlies in franchise history is Dylan Brooks. And number five, I put Mike Conley. You know, Mike Conley, he's won, or he's been recognized for a second team, all defensive team. He was one of the best pickpockets in the league during his prime. During the grit and grind era, yes, Tony Allen got the headlines because of how effective he was on one-on-one -on -one defense. Marcus saw one defensive player of the year, but make no mistake about it. It was Mike Conley causing ball handler turnovers, getting steals, making life tough at times for, you know, the primary point of attack for point guards on other teams. He was very, very good for a good long time when it came to defending opposing point guards. Maybe not necessarily the best when it came to one-on-one -on -one defense, but in terms of defensive playmaking, especially steals, and also just in general being able to stick with his man, Mike Conley was very impressive for a good portion of his career. So my top five, Defensive Grizzlies, the best defensive players in Grizzlies franchise history as of right now, in my opinion. Number one, Tony Allen. Number two, Jaron Jackson Jr. Number three, Mark Gasol. Number four, Dylan Brooks. And number five, Mike Conley. And in terms of changes that could happen over the next year or two, I definitely think that Jaron Jackson Jr., especially if he wins another Defensive Player of the Year, it's hard to argue against that resume. I think he eventually will go to number one. So defense... It is one thing that you know definitely can be said with confidence. I think is that when the Grizzlies have performed their best, the best seasons in franchise history, when it comes to the Grizzlies in the 28 years that they've been in existence, a big reason why is because of defense. You know that obviously was the calling card. That that was you know what they were known for during the grit and grind era. They just had two straight seasons where they finished second in the West in the NBA over the last two seasons. A big reason why is because they've arguably had the best defensive player in the game. That's why Jaron Jackson Jr. won Defensive Player of the Year, and this team was, you know, considered for most of the season a top three defense. So whenever the Grizzlies have had success, you know, throughout franchise history, a big reason why what's been a consistent correlation with the Grizzlies having their best seasons in franchise history has been a top-level defense. Offense hasn't been as consistent. And to be honest with you, there haven't been just a ton of great off individual offensive talents that have played in the history of the Grizzlies franchise. Now that's more in terms of the NBA as a whole. We're talking mainly about the Memphis Grizzlies, but one person who definitely stood out, in my opinion, probably the second most impressive source of offense, the second best offensive producer in the history of the franchise was Sharif Abdurrahim. And numbers back it up. Many of the records that 
Ja Morant has broke over his four seasons with the Grizzlies. Many of the franchise records that he has bested were previously held by Sharif Abdurrahim. And Abdurrahim actually still holds what may be, you know, the, the, the most prevalent or, or most, you know, impressive um, record of all in franchise history that, you know, hopefully John one day will be able to pursue. And that's the all-time single-season points record for the Grizzlies in the history of the franchise. 1,829 points. And over a 82-game stretch, that's a 22-per-game average. 22-point-per-game average, which Sharif Abdurrahim did, I believe, back in the 98-99 season. It may have been 97-98. But while we're talking about the Memphis Grizzlies, so, you know, we're, Sharif Abdurrahim is excluded from the list. I will say, out of respect for just how consistently good he was offensively during the Grizzlies' time in Vancouver, I would think that you could easily say he's the second-best offensive talent that we've seen in a Grizzlies uniform. But without a doubt, when it comes to the best Grizzlies talent that we've seen offensively in a uniform, it's John Morant. He's number one on my list for the best offensive players in the history of the Grizzlies franchise. And simply put, straightforward, it's for one reason and one reason only. There is not a better score that we have seen in the Grizzlies uniform in franchise history. The past two years, in terms of a per-game production, no one has come close to what John Morant's been able to do. The ease at which he's been able to score 40 points, 30 points, 25 points consistently, it's unbelievable. You know, we talk about, you know, just how over the past two years alone, John Moran has, you know, produced, you know, nearly or more, you know, 40-point games than anybody else in franchise history. He's he's coming close to having the, you know, being, the, or excuse me, he's produced the most 30-point games in franchise history. No player in Grizzlies franchise history has come close to consistently producing elite scoring to, to, to producing at an elite scoring level like John Morant. And that's why he's the most he's the best offensive player in franchise history. Not only his scoring, but also his playmaking. You know, arguably, you know, the best, you know, producer when it comes to assists and, you know, overall playmaking in franchise history as well. So that combination, someone who has shown he can be an elite scorer, an elite playmaker, without a doubt, when it comes to a franchise that has not had that many, you know, truly elite offensive players, John Morant stands out as number one. He's number one on my list for the best offensive players in Grizzlies franchise history. Number two, without a doubt, is Zach Randolph. And, and I think that you could start to, you know, potentially start a debate after John Morant on, on the list of Grizzlies best offensive players in franchise history because Pau Gasol certainly had some very impressive stretches offensively. Rudy Gay actually averaged a full point higher per game during his Grizzlies career than Zach Randolph did. But when you talk about being the focal point of the offense. The only person since the Grizzlies have been in Memphis that is produced at a higher level as the focal point of the Grizzlies offense when it comes to scoring, when it comes to overall offensive production, the only person who has done that at a higher level than Zach Randolph is obviously John Morant. And when we talk about, and the reason why I think that Zach Randolph separates himself on this list from a Pau Gasol or from um, a, um, a Rudy Gay is due to what he did in the playoffs. You know, obviously, we all know what he did in the 2010-2011 playoffs against the Spurs. Zach Randolph consistently was the go-to person that the Grizzlies relied on to be able to close out playoff wins, just like he did, you know, many times during the regular season. So in terms of being able to be productive 
when being the focal point of the offense and overall consistency as a scorer and, you know, offensive rebounds for um, uh, uh, Zach Randolph as well. Zebo comes in at number two on my list. Number three is Pau Gasol. And the reason I put him at number three is simply because Pau Gasol was consistently there as a very good offensive producer. When it comes to his time with the Grizzlies, Pau Gasol, you know, averaged 20 points, or excuse me, averaged 18.8 points per game. The only two players that played more than 100 games in a Grizzlies uniform, of all players that have played more than 100 games in a Grizzlies uniform, only three players have produced 18 or more points per game in franchise history. John Morant, Sharif Abdurrahim, and Pau Gasol. The reason why I put Pau at number three over Zach Randolph is even if Powell may have had more impressive stretches as a scorer and overall offensive producer during the regular season compared to Zach Randolph, I think Zebo was more consistent and just had a better track record in the playoffs. But in terms of production, I think that Powell Gasol is right there with um, Zach Randolph. And I have said it many times before, I think that Powell Gasol is the second best natural overall talent that's played in a Grizzlies uniform in the history of the franchise, John Morant being the first. But in terms of offensive production, I think Powell Gasol comes in at number three on this list. Number four, and this may surprise a few, number four is Rudy Gay. And, and I think that's without a doubt. In my opinion, when it comes to the tiers of best offensive players in the history of the Grizzlies franchise, you've got John Moran in his own tier. And then you've got Zach Randolph, Pau Gasol, and Rudy Gay in that second tier. Overall, Rudy Gay, over 479 games in a Grizzlies uniform, averaged 17.9 points per game. Of the 22 best single-season scoring averages of players who played 50 or more games, of the 22 single-season Best points per game marks by a Grizzlies player. Rudy Gay has five of them. He has five seasons in a Grizzlies uniform in which he played 50 or more seasons and averaged 18.9 or more points. That's how impressive Rudy Gay was. That's how consistent he was as a scorer. And for others who have said, I think Anthony Sane, you know, fellow uh, member of BCM, I think he said it best. The Grizzlies have been searching for a replacement for Rudy Gay since they traded away Rudy Gay. Now, I know that, you know, Rudy Gay wasn't who we needed for him to be. He didn't want to be what, you know, Lionel Hollins felt he needed to be, what have you. But imagine Rudy Gay being able to continue to evolve as a scorer from, you know, the late 2000s into the early 2010s. Imagine if he could have continued to involve, evolve at the three for the Grizzlies to support the defense that we had during the core four. That would have been a potential title contender. And that's how consistent Rudy Gay was at scoring. So number four on the list when it comes to best offensive players in Grizzlies franchise history, it is Rudy Gay. And at number five, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to sit here and, and be a, cheat this a bit, but, but I think that you can make a case for either and it be neck and neck. Number five, I'm going to go with the tie. I think Mike Conley and Desmond Bain are neck and neck. I definitely think that Desmond Bain should be number five on this list if we're going with production so far, but obvious potential. If Desmond Bain puts together this, a season in his fourth year next year, which will be his fourth year, if Desmond Bain continues to show the offensive production that he's shown in his second and third year into the sports season, let alone if he improves, he without a doubt 
will become the fifth on this list. And I even think he could become fourth in time. That's how good of an overall score and obviously shooter. Desmond Bain already, in my opinion, is the best shooter in franchise history, but I definitely think that if Desmond Bain can continue to evolve as an offensive player, he clearly is number four on this list pushing into the top three. But I do think that it definitely needs to be recognized of just how good of a overall offensive player Mike Conley was as he entered his early 30s towards the end of his time with the Grizzlies. Two seasons in the 20s, you know, one of the best offensive months that we've seen from a Grizzlies player in franchise history, I believe it was March of 2019. Mike Conley was a go-to scorer over his past few seasons. You know, I talk about that season that the Grizzlies had with David Fisdale. I know a lot of things didn't go right, but they still made the playoffs. It was their, it was the last year of the grit and grind era, you know, when David Fisdale, you know, brought a bit, opened up the offense a bit for the Grizzlies. You saw, you know, extra evolution in the offense of both Marcus Gasol and Mike Conley. And the reason why I think is because of some of the teachings that David Fisdale brought offensively, that really allowed for Conley to continue to be a legitimate offensive producer even as he got past his prime. So at five on this list, I put a tie between Desmond Bain and Mike Conley. So when we talk about the list that we put together so far, the five best Grizzlies in terms of defense, the five best defensive players in Grizzlies franchise history, Tony Allen, Jaron Jackson Jr., Mark Gasol, Dylan Brooks, and Mike Conley. And then when we talk about the five best offensive players, in Grizzlies franchise history, I think the list is John Morant, Zach Randolph, Pau Gasol, Rudy Gay, and there's a tie between Mike Conley and Desmond Bain. Those are the lists that I've put together in terms of the five best Grizzlies on each side of the ball in franchise history. But they pale in comparison to the overall list. The best list that anybody could put together when you're talking about sports. The 10 best Grizzlies in franchise history. Now, I go back to that greatest Grizzly, you know, bracket tournament that myself and Justin Lewis put on a few years ago. And this was at, you know, this was when John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. were starting their careers. And even back then, you know, I've said for years, the two best natural talents in, well, excuse me, two of the three best natural talents in Grizzlies franchise history is John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. I still think that right now Pau Gasol is the second best natural talent in Grizzlies franchise history because, I mean, he's a legitimate Hall of Famer who played very well for the Grizzlies. I think in time, Jaron could potentially be on his level. We'll see if that happens. But right now, you at the very least can say that two of the three best natural talents that have ever played in the history of the Grizzlies franchise are John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. But back then, when we did that greatest Grizzlies bracket, we considered a lot of different factors. Connection with the city, you know, overall persona, obviously on the court production, what they did off the court, how much they were loved during their time with the Grizzlies. And without a doubt, it was it was pretty much a guarantee from the beginning. The answer was Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph was the greatest Grizzly. But I, I do think that if you focus just on overall production when it came to what they did on the court, I think that there's definitely a debate to be had when it comes to the greatest Grizzly. I definitely don't think that Zach Randolph is the clear number one answer. As a matter of fact, spoiler alert, I'll go ahead and say he's in my top three, but Zach Randolph is not my top player in terms of the overall of the 10 best Grizzlies in franchise history. And when constructing this list, you know, I you know, kind of 
started to put together groups from different eras of the Grizzlies franchise. I, I think if you go through the history of the Grizzlies franchise, six seasons in, in Vancouver, and then now 22 seasons in Memphis, you pick players out of each era. In one era, there may be only one player. In another era, there may be several players. And those players are going to have different levels of significance. But as you go through the annals of Grizzlies franchise history, I legitimately think that there are 12 players who have a legitimate case to be on the list of the greatest Grizzlies in franchise history. And and where you put these 12 players, no argument for me. I think any of these 12 players definitely could have a case. But if we go through the eras of Grizzlies franchise history, during the Vancouver era, the one player that I think definitely has a place on this list, he's not on my list because, again, we're talking just about Memphis. But if you were to go through franchise history, and look at everyone that's ever played with the Grizzlies uniform on, whether it been in Vancouver or Memphis, Sharif Abdurrahim, I think, is in the conversation any day of the week. From the early era of the Grizzlies, you know, from before, you know, that three-year playoff run where they got swept in the third or first round each of the three years from that era, I think there are four players that definitely could be in the conversation. Pau Gasol, Shane Battier, Mike Miller, as well as Rudy Gay. Now, I know that Rudy Gay was, was post- that era. So, you know, basically from the 2000s, I think there are four players who definitely could be in the conversation when it comes to the greatest Grizzlies in franchise history. Again, Mike Miller, Shane Battier, Rudy Gay, and Pau Gasol. Of course, when it comes to the greatest Grizzlies, for the longest time, many may have had these four as their top four greatest Grizzlies in franchise history. But the core four, obviously, all deserve to be in this discussion as well. Mark Gasol, Zach Randolph, Mike Conley, and Tony Allen. And deservedly so. Each of them played an integral part in the best era that we've seen in terms of the Grizzlies so far. And they definitely did it because of how well they played together. It was based off of excellent defense. We know the impact that Tony Allen and Mark Gasol had. Zach Randolph being the offensive focal point. And of course, Mike Conley doing such a great job running the entire show and consistently as he did. So that's nine players so far. And then in my opinion, you have to include the best shooter in franchise history, the potentially best all-around player in franchise history in Jaron Jackson Jr. And I'll just go ahead and say it. The number one player on my top 10 Grizzlies in franchise history, John Moran. And I'll start the list there. So when we look at this list of 12, what I'm looking for is how can I separate these 12 players? And the easiest one to separate is John Morant. In an era where offense is so critical nowadays, and for a franchise in the Grizzlies who had to go through a bigger transformation than just about any team when it came to playing style to succeed during this era, the Grizzlies hiring Taylor Jenkins to see through that transformation, but also doing it with John Morant leading that transformation, it has been nothing less than just absolutely spectacular. And as I mentioned, John Morant, his offensive production as a playmaker and as a scorer, you've rarely seen what he's been able to do in his first four seasons in NBA history. Obviously, he's the only one to do it in Grizzlies franchise history. So to the level of player that he is, you know, second team All-NBA, obviously has been the most productive offensive player that the Grizzlies have ever seen in terms of the regular season and the playoffs. 
all around, he just consistently has done things we have never seen before from a Grizzlies player. And I know, again, that, that he can struggle at times defensively, but just his overall offensive value and production, it's hard to argue against the fact that, in my opinion, John Morant is number one on the list of greatest Grizzlies in franchise history. Number two for me is Mark Gasol. And the reason why I look at Mark Gasol is because of the length of time, the longevity of how good Mark Gasol was on both ends of the court as an all-around player. Again, we talk about a player who legitimately was one of the best post defenders for over a decade in the NBA. Defensive player of the year, I believe, yeah, multiple all-defensive teams. You know, obviously, the, the only Grizzly, you know, before John Morant to start start an all-star game, a three-time all-star, you know, he, he also has made an all-NBA team. The thing that stands out about Marcus Gasol is that just his overall level of production. I know he may not have been as good on offense as Zach Randolph. He wasn't as good on defense as Tony Allen. But when you put the whole picture together, I do think that all around, Marcus Gasol was the best talent of the grit and ground era, and that's why he's number two on my list. Number three, Zach Randolph. And I, the reason, again, why Zach Randolph is number three on my list, just like John Morant, you know, in terms of the Memphis Grizzlies, We've not seen someone at a consistently very good to elite offensive level of production. Before we saw John Moran, the closest thing that we saw to a consistently elite offensive producer was Zach Randolph. And just the level that he played with. You know, with his body size, with his body type, with his style of play, he shouldn't have been as good as he was. But just the footwork, the finesse, the knowledge of when to get the shot off, it was always so impressive how consistently good he was at finding a high percentage look. No matter how good of a defender was on him, no matter how tall, how big, how talented, Zach Randolph always found a way to be relevant and to be consistently good. So number three on my list is Zach Randolph. Number four, I'm going to put Mike Conley. And 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 I the reason that I put Mike Conley is because I think Pal Gasol was a better talent in a Grizzlies uniform. So you can go four or five, in my opinion, when it comes to Pau Gasol or Mike Conley. But I do think overall, Mike Conley was at an all-NBA, has been at an all-NBA level when it came to his defense through his recognition of winning an all-NBA defensive second team uh, recognition. And he also has been one of the best offensive players in Grizzlies franchise history. One of the, he, he was the best perimeter offensive player the Grizzlies had seen before this era that had jaw and bane. So when kind of like Marcus Gasol, when it came to the all-around impact of playing at a high level defensively, playing at a high level offensively, and for Mike Conley, the responsibility that came to him for seven straight years of being the catalyst for the greatest era of Grizzlies basketball in franchise history, I think all those together make him number four on this list. Number five, Pau Gasol. The consistency that he showed in an offensive level, a lot of times during the regular season, again, I think it's on the same level as a Zach Randolph. Again, Zach, what separates Zach Randolph for Pau Gasol for me is what Zach Randolph did in the playoffs. But those two are on, in terms of offense, those two again are on their tier below John Morant along with Rudy Gay. But I think that Pau Gasol's just overall consistency as a rebounder, as a shot blocker, as an offensive player, I think that it is hard to compare many others in Grizzlies franchise history to him, and that's why he's number five on my list. And obviously with what he did beyond 
the Grizzlies. He, again, is, is probably the most accomplished player as of right now that ever, ever played for the Grizzlies in terms of his best days being with the Grizzlies. I'm not counting an Allen Iverson or, or Vince Carter who were toward the end of their careers. But considering those players who played some of their best days in the Grizzlies uniform, it's hard to find someone who had as decorated of an NBA career than Pau Gasol. So right now, my top five. John Morant, Mark Gasol, Zebo, Mike Conley, and Pau Gasol. Number six on my list is Tony Allen. And I put him at number six because, or excuse me, number six on my list is Jaron Jackson Jr., actually. And the reason why I put him number six over Tony Allen, though I put Jaron number two under Tony Allen on the defensive list, is again the all-around play. At number six, Jaron's already won the Defensive Player of the Year. He's obviously already shown, when you look at him compared to Tony Allen, he's already obviously shown that he could put together a very good stretch of offensive play. And Jaron's all-around production easily, one or two years from now, can put him second on this list just after Jaw. But what still is a work in progress is his offensive play. He certainly hasn't put together the resume offensively that a, you know, Mark, or a um, Pau Gasol or Zach Randolph or even Rudy Gay have. But he could potentially do that. And then when you combine that, obviously, with the high level of defense he's already played, in other words, if Jaron Jackson Jr., as we discussed last week, if Jaron Jackson Jr. puts together the type of season we all hope that he could put together, he easily is number four on this list, in my opinion. Or, excuse me, yeah, number four on this, or number five on this list, in my opinion, after Mark, Powell, and Zach. And the only reason why he's number five, the longevity still needs to be there. But number six on my list is Jaron Jackson Jr. because of the elite level of production he's already produced offensively and what he's shown offensively and what he can do in time. Number seven is going to be Tony Allen. Again, the best defender in Grizzlies franchise history. The most decorated in terms of actual recognition when it comes to all NBA defensive uh, awards for level of defense. But the thing that kind of puts him down further on this list than maybe others have him, for me, again, it's incredible the level of defender that he was, but obviously when it comes to all-around production, he just wasn't on the same level as many of these other Grizzlies when it comes to offensive play. So by no means do I mean this to be a slight towards Tony Allen. I think that he was incredible. Obviously, in my opinion, probably is the second greatest Grizzly ever in terms of connection with the City Plus on the court production. And he's, again, been one of the best defenders of our generation. If you don't believe me, go look at the other people who have mentioned that. But number seven on my list is Tony Allen. And number eight, Rudy Gay. Again, the offensive level of production that Rudy Gay showed, the consistency. Again, go look at Rudy Gay's statistical consistency on the offensive end when he was with the Grizzlies. And even if you've seen it before, it still is pretty eye-opening in a positive way each time you look at it. He's number eight on my list. Combine that with the fact that at times, he could definitely hold his own. He came into the league as an intriguing defensive player. If I remember correctly, he came into the league... And people were more excited about his defensive upside than his offensive upside. But Rudy Gay's overall level of play on offense, combined with what he could do on defense, he was a very, very good player in an area of the roster where the Grizzlies have consistently struggled to find good players. So he's number eight 
on my list. And then I'll couple them together because I think you could go either or very easily. Shane Battier is number nine for me with Mike Miller right after that at number 10. I put Shane Battier there because I think if you're talking about that presence, that, that anytime he was in a Grizzlies uniform, the Grizzlies just consistently played well. The Grizzlies did very well when he was on the court. Shane Battier was that type of presence. But if you've listened to me do podcasts for years now, you know how much I love good shooters, especially with how needed they've been in the history of the Grizzlies franchise. And before Desmond Bain, without a doubt, Mike Miller was in a class of his own when it came to shooting. So Mike Miller at number 10, you could easily make him number nine with him being the second best shooter in the history of the Grizzlies franchise. And then honorable mention for me, I'm going to put Sharif Abdurrahim on there just simply because, hey, I think that if we look at the entire History of the Grizzlies, he certainly has a place on the top 10 list from what he did in Vancouver. And then Desmond Bain, easily. Desmond Bain, again, if he puts together an all-star type season next year, I think you easily can put him ahead of the group of Rudy Gay, Shane Battier, and Mike Miller, and then knock one of them off that top 10 list. But as of right now, in my opinion, currently, the 10 greatest Grizzlies in terms of uh, when looking at this list from on-the-court production during their time in Memphis... John Morant, Mark Gasol, Zach Randolph, Mike Conley, Pal Gasol, Jaron Jackson Jr., Tony Allen, Rudy Gay, Shane Battier, and Mike Miller with Sharif Abdurrahim and Desmond Bain as honorable mention. Again, my top five offensive Grizzlies, John Morant, Zach Randolph, Pal Gasol, Rudy Gay in a tie with Mike Conley and Desmond Bain. My top five defensive Grizzlies in franchise history, Tony Allen, Jaron Jackson Jr., Mark Gasol, Dylan Brooks, and Mike Conley. Those are my list. The five best offensive players, five best defensive players, and ten best players overall in franchise history. I'm typically not one to really get into these conversations because, again, it, these lists can change, you know, based off who's putting the list together. And there's going to be so many different opinions, but it's always fun to put them together. And if you put your own list together, please let me know. Where do we agree? Where do we disagree? If you're a member of the Bluff City Media Discord, we always have great conversations going all day long, each and every day. If you're not, you definitely should be a part of the Discord. But there, my main focus is, is that if you put your own list together, let me know there. Let me know on social media. I will be glad to definitely compare lists. And hey, I'm open to seeing, you know, why we may disagree, but also definitely enjoying where we agree as we've seen many great, great players play in the history of the Grizzlies franchise, all of which have been great representations of the Grizzlies during their time on the court. Of course, can't thank you enough for joining me here on Grizzly Bear Blues Live. Always a pleasure being able to put together this show for you. You can find Grizzly Bear Blues Live at GBB Live at, on Twitter. Myself at StatsSAC on Twitter as well. Make sure across all forms of social media, you follow BCM Grizzlies as well as Bluff City Media. Make sure to check out BluffCityMedia.co for all the latest written, digital, audio, and video content when it comes to any and all Memphis sports. I know a lot of people were excited about what's going on with the Memphis Tigers basketball team. I know a lot of people were excited when it comes to the Memphis Tigers football season coming up. And obviously, I know a lot of people were excited about what could be there potentially for the Grizzlies as time goes on. We've got you all covered at BluffCityMedia.co. Until next time, my name's Sean Coleman. You've got my five greatest offensive Grizzlies, five, made, five greatest defensive Grizzlies, and ten best Grizzlies overall in franchise history. Look forward to further discussion. Until next time, go Grizz. We'll talk to you again soon here on GBB Live.